It's the show where the topics are topical, but not typical. This is Atypically Topical with Mindy and Josh. Yes, welcome back to Atypically Topical. As usual, I am Josh. Yeah, Mindy. Yeah, that was very quick. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, I know by now. You know your place. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're on episode, Mindy, take it away. What, what is the number? 47. Oh, close. 46. Dang. Yeah. Um, we're on 46 and uh, we're very slowly approaching 50. Mm-hmm. And um, this is going to be a really good one, I think, because... We're going to be talking about basically our childhood and adulthood <laughs> all in yeah. one. Um, we're going to be talking all about Disney. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, movies growing up, what we watched repeatedly, soundtracks, stuff we watched today. We'll probably go over all of that at some point. Mm-hmm. And at the end, we'll go over our top five Disney slash Pixar movies. So, Does it count, technically? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Pixar counts. I mean, when I was going through, like, I was trying to look at a list of just Disney movies Mm -hmm. just to see what I'm going to put on mine. And then I'm like, where are all my favorites? (laughs) But I had to, like, look for Pixar. And I'm like, oh, okay, a lot of these are. So just spoiler alert. Some of mine are Pixar. Maybe almost all of them. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so there's a lot to cover. So this will probably be a longer one, or yeah, maybe we'll do a two-part. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how it shakes out, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, but let's just kind of catch up. How's everything going? All right, I guess. You, I, yeah, we were in the sun for a long time, so we're kind of burned, both of us. Yeah, and I'm all scratched You're up. You're scraped up. My, my hands all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been like uh, doing a lot of tubing this summer, and. That comes with, like, scrapes and scratches. I've gotten one at least every time I've gone. So, um, it's kind of like a battle scar, I guess. But um, I can go without it. Yeah. <laughs> my, my knee's fucked up again. Yeah. So, that's not fun, but I won't. It's okay. I mean, you help people out there in the water, so it's... Uh, yeah, I saved the little boy. You saved the little boy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much danger he was in, but at I least he... wasn't really much, yeah, but, but he was just stuck. Yeah, his family didn't care. They were way ahead of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, let's let's go ahead and talk about your, I guess, growing up. Are there, like, early memories of Disney, or is there something you would watch all the time that you remember? Um, I used to watch Oliver and Company a lot. Okay. Because, didn't you have it on a VHS or something? Yeah, so yeah. Mexico, we, there was, like, five channels, and, like, <laughs> we only had three VHSs. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Oliver and Company. So I don't even know how many times I've seen that movie just because there wasn't anything else to yeah. watch. But then we also had like a Disney sing-along VHS too. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was like a bunch of like random songs from Disney movies that oh. are on there. And it's like... Uh, nice. So you probably got a good... Um, you got a lot of those in your head. Yeah. It was the pirate one. Um, Yo, oh, Pirate's yeah, Life for me. me. Yeah. Is that from Captain Hook? No, I think it's just Peter for the Pan? ride. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because like when they play, it has it, to be from a movie, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's Disney technically because it's yeah. a ride. Uh huh. But like, I just I remember like seeing the um, um, the mich- the robots or whatever singing that song and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. On the video. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there's this owl. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I would say for me, um, I mean, I, I mean, I grew up watching all the classics, you know, Lion King, Aladdin, all that stuff, mm-hmm. and watching them repeatedly. 
there's also some lesser known ones that um i remember like brave little toaster that's one that oh, yeah. i i was reading about it to make sure it was disney apparently they like helped produce it mm. and then they bought the rights to it later on so i guess technically they're it's, it's kind of a disney thing yeah the Three Caballeros is another one. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. remember that one? Uh, and the VHS, the sing-along ones. <laughs> oh, yeah, it probably had their main song on Yeah, there. it's kind of racist, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think about it. <laughs> there's, a, there's probably a lot of stuff that's racist nowadays, um, if you listen back to it. Oh, for sure. Because we're in a different climate now. Probably Under the Sea would probably be kind of racist. <laughs> just, Why? I don't know. Just uh, how they do his voice. I mean, I guess if he's Jamaican, then he's Jamaican. Yeah, but no one else is Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how did he get there? To that part of the sea? It's, it's like Scar. Like, he's the only one with the British Oh, yeah, accent. he's British. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, shouldn't you and your brother have the same accent? That's true. But... Probably was adopted or something. That's why he's so pissed. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, just watching it with my sisters growing up. And then, you know, they would like sing the Aladdin songs and like recite the movie and stuff and it's just like obviously there's a lot less content growing up than there is now you can like everything has its own streaming service (laughs) so yeah this is just some of like the lesser known ones but I'm sure we'll get into a lot of the classics especially at the end when we talk about I just said a boat like I'm Canadian when we talk about our favorites (laughs) Um, but yeah I guess we just we can just get right into it because you said you're just kind of long so yeah all right go ahead take it away so this is not anything you would expect at all like I don't I don't think you've even heard of this before okay that's always good um, it's called, well, the title I put is called Yippies Invade Disneyland. No. Yep, no idea. No. Yippies? Any, yippies. No. Okay, so this happened August 6th in 1970. Um, and so before I go into what happened, I need to explain what a yippie is. Yes, please. So a yippie is, an, uh, or was, a member of the Youth International Party who were like, kind of like the theater kids of like free speech and in, in the, in the um, anti-war movement in the 1960s. Uh-huh. Um, so it was founded by Amy, Abby Hoffman and Jerry Rubin and this and the Youth International Party was known for like do, like trying to find ways to mock the establishment um, and doing like deliberately silly things like they insisted that the a pig was their candidate of choice for the 1968 pre- presidential a election. pig? yeah a pig okay yeah. By the way, Nixon won that one. So I don't know if it would Nixon be won, yeah. Yeah. Um, so given that the Youth International Party was always on the lookout for very public venues where they could stage pieces of political propaganda, the word got out that in late spring of 1970 that Disneyland had just relaxed its dress code for guests. So before, I guess, if, if teenagers with long hair and hippie garb, I don't mm-hmm. know what that means. Um, I mean, tie-dye shirts, headbands. I don't know why that's really offensive, but mm. but I guess Torn before jeans. but I guess before they would just be turned away if they ever got to the front of the park. <laughs> but now they were like cool with it. Okay. And so in my mind, I feel like they were like, okay, we're able to go to to Disneyland and we can protest our shit and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So in late June and early July, a flyer began making rounds around countercultural circles about the Yippie Convention that was going to be held at Disneyland on August 6, 1970. It was called International Yippie Pow Wow, and it was loaded with a bunch of theatrical events, like a Black Panther's Hot Breakfast with Aunt Jemima's, pa- at Aunt Jemima's pa- Pancake House, 
Hold on, one, t- take that again. <laughs> a Black Panther's hot breakfast at Aunt Jemima's Pancake House. Okay. Women's liberation inspired moment where the female yippies would gather in Fantasyland and liberate Minnie Mouse. Um, and then the pinnacle of this event would be the occupation of Tom, Tom Sawyer's Island and barbecuing Porky Pig. Um, hmm. So I don't understand that because Porky Pig is not his name. But <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. I don't know. Because I don't think there's any pigs in Disney at that time. Well, at that time anyways. Right. So, um, can you can you do a Porky Pig? No. No, <laughs> no I'm not going to try. <laughs> so um, well, it's pretty obvious by the, the poster that's going around that like the events they had scheduled on the flyer weren't actually going to happen because it's kind of ridiculous everything they I had mean, planned. <laughs> Not really gonna do that to a fictional character. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could, it, it could be fictional, like, right. or not fictional. It could be like a symbolic pig. Yeah, bring somehow a dead pig into mm-hmm. Disneyland and roast it. Yeah. Anyways, um, so so the whole point of really of this international yippee powwow was going to be like a political theater on a grand scale because. Disneyland is so big and it has a colorful backdrop and it was a good platform for them to get more yippies into the party, essentially. So in the weeks leading up to the international yippie powwow, there were dozens of meetings among Disneyland managers because no one knew how many kids would actually be coming to Anaheim on that day um, to take part in that event. So they prepared for the worst. So, um, So what they basically did is they got police officers to hide backstage and so and they told their cast members like if they come across like some sort of incident while they're working at the park that to call um to call the police Mm -hmm. for backup yeah and so they hired 150 police officers in full riot gear so i guess at the day they're just going to hang out over there just in case right um so when August 6th came around, there were only about 200 to 300 yippies that actually made it into the park because you couldn't get into the park without first buying a ticket. So more importantly, veteran Disneyland managers were personally manning the turnstiles that morning. And as guests with long hair or particularly co- colorful garb gained through, these individuals were pulled yeah, aside. Yeah, what I said, right? Yeah. The tie-dye shirts or long hair <laughs> yeah. or the headbands and shit. Um, they would pull those individuals on the side and just tell them about the rules and which were basically like, if you're here, have a good time. You're more than welcome to visit Disneyland. But if you're here to cause trouble, you're eventually going to be asked to leave the park. It's basically the message they're mm-hmm. telling those people. I mean, they're still giving them a chance at least. Yeah, they are. And they're just like, don't like fuck it up for everyone else, you know? What if they like offered them a joint and they're like, if you smoke this, then I like, that's like, that's the test. <laughs> like if they just reach straight for it. All right. You're a hippie. Get out of here. Or a yippie. <laughs> a yippie. Yeah. That's the test. Yeah. Props. That would work. <laughs> it would work. Um, and for, you know, for most of the day, the yippies didn't cause any trouble at all. The, the yippies actually took part in the powwow, um, talked about how amusing, but annoying it was to be cut, like constantly shouted by all these like. Uh, tie-wearing executives um, moving from the The man. The man. So the managers would alternate between whispering into their walkie-talkies and periodically walking up to groups asking, um, quote, now are you guys going to behave right? Please don't ruin things for all all the other guests. Mm -hmm. Um, There were attempts at small demonstrations, like there are a group of people that are climbing Captain Hook's pirate ship 
Um, and there are people um, <laughs> that <laughs> invaded Tom Torres Island chanting, free Charles Manson and legalize marijuana. Whoa, okay. That's, <laughs> I mean, one of those is fine. Yeah. But marijuana is too far. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, so for the most part, like those small demonstrations that they had, they're just really annoying, but they really didn't do much at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't until they got like really frustrated that their movement wasn't like ex- doing anything for like excitement or anything. And so they s- decided to march toward Main Street, USA, where they were met with riot police. But mm. So the police were just kind of lined down the streets and like the Yippies started to make like a, a snake dance. So they were like holding hands and stuff and they were like chanting obscenities, which isn't mm-hmm. cool, but yeah. whatever. So at this point, the other people started to get annoyed at the Yippies and started to sing God Bless America to try to drown out the Yippies. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's two sides like on the same area, just. Yeah. Okay, like a so, counter. Yeah, so imagine, like, hippies and then just, like, regular-ass people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An altercation began with one with one yippie. At, he, they attempted to take down the American flag for one of the street posts, and then someone else from the crowd intercepted him and took him down from mm. taking the flag away. Um, so after that incident, the police, along with cast members, began evacuating the entire park, and there was about 30,000 people in that park. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm not sure what the point of taking down the American flag is. I don't know. I'm not a yippie. I don't understand their logic. <laughs> You're not a yippie? I'm not a yippie. Okay. Um, so this incident is actually one of only three times that Disneyland had to be closed down. Oh, wow. So it's only been closed down for this day. Hold on. Is one of them like an earthquake? No. A natural thing? No. Nothing? Okay, no. never mind that. Um, the other day was the day of mourning after the assassination of JFK oh. and 9-11. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. so I, Those are all pretty, pretty legit, I think. Yeah, for sure. But I thought this is like, I mean, compared to the rest of them, like... <laughs> yeah, it's just some hippies just, taking a flag down. Yeah. <laughs> and like, just causing a little bit of ruckus, but right. not too much. But I guess in their minds, they're like, we don't want like this to escalate anymore. Right. And so they're just like, let's just get everyone out of here. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And the Yippies still exist, I believe. Um, yeah, they're still a thing. And they are now Bernie Sanders <laughs> fans. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Probably. Yeah. I mean, with their long hair and their mm-hmm. colorful clothes, they're up to no good. And they're tackling American flags. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so that's what happened that day. It's something I didn't really know about. And what was it called again? Uh, well, the title I put it for yeah. oh, okay. Yippies Invade Disneyland. Okay, I like that. Yeah. So. Wow, yeah. yeah, that's definitely something I've not heard of before. Yeah, it's, it's it's funny I look back at it. Yeah. Like, you're going to really roast Porky Pig at <laughs> Disneyland? Put an, apple, that, put an apple in his mouth. That doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, it's so, like, uh, trivial compared to the other reasons Yeah, <laughs> they shut it down later on. And, uh, and I was thinking, is there a pig in Disney that... I mean, a warthog. <laughs> I guess close. so. That might be the closest thing. Yeah, but that wasn't... This was in the 70s, so... Uh, yeah, it was like so 25 years before. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I know the Black Cauldron had like a pig in it. What's the Black Cauldron? You never heard of the Black Cauldron? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that's Disney. It's like a... It's supposed to be like a horror film or whatever that Disney tried to do. 
And I actually haven't seen all of it. I've just seen reviews of, of it. Mm-hmm. But there's like a pig in it, and it's supposed to like be magical or some shit. But like the kid in the movie is so annoying. <laughs> yeah, I was like, thank God I didn't watch this because I would have hated. I, I already hate that kid just like watching the few scenes I, yeah. I've seen of him. Okay, yeah. So for some later ones, there's Ham. Oh yeah. From Toy Story, there's Piglet. Oh yeah, Piglet. There's they um, could have roasted Piglet. Yeah, that'd be fucked up. But they could have roasted Piglet. Um, there's Pua from Moana. Is oh it? yeah, the little pig. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why Dipper Pines is on here. <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's, it's a trending page. Okay, I was, I was gonna just... say he's not even the pig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking up like pigs in Disney, and it was like a Wikipedia page, and that was like a related thing. But... Really, it's a Wikipedia page. Yeah, I mean, there's surprised. a wiki for everything. That's true. It's Disney wiki. And there's also they did Three Little Pigs. So that might have been an older one that was like, yeah, they like could, a cartoon, like yeah, a they could have done that TV one too. show. Uh, the classic Silly Symphonies short of the same name. Okay, so there was a Symphonies short called Three Little Pigs. Some old ones, old pigs that they could have roasted. Oh, by the way, so there's also like the flyers. I forgot to show you this, this flyer, but it's really weird. And it's like Mickey Mouse holding a gun <laughs> oh my God. in a top hat. <laughs> Oh, that's the yippies, like yeah, that was like called arms or something. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, there is a gun on it, so I guess that's accurate. <laughs> oh boy, grab your Uzis! <laughs> All right, well, yeah, definitely something I've not heard of. So that actually leads well into mine because we're gonna go from Disneyland to Disney World. Disneyland to California, right? Yes. Okay. With questioning Florida. This is from the Miami Herald. They wrote about this in October of 2018, so uh, not too long ago. Okay. And this is something that happened at Disney World. And I'm not going to read the headline. I just want to kind of read you what happened. July 8th, 2015 was supposed to be one of the most important days in Mark Rubin's life. He planned to propose to his girlfriend in front of Cinderella's castle at Walt Walt Disney World. Kind of cheesy. <laughs> I know. I feel like you have thoughts on like public proposals. No, I don't mind or, them. Like, okay. No, I, I know at sporting events for sure that one's like like the jumbotron one. I don't mind that either. What, what have I heard then? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. I felt like you you mentioned it's cheesy before the jumbotron one. No, not really. that I would do that because that's kind of no. I don't really lame. care to be honest. Um, okay. I mean, I mean, I'd be You're cool like, if at was, this point. <laughs> I mean, I'd be cool if it was like during an Eagles game or something. <laughs> um, just say it. <laughs> um, so where the couple, so he was planning to propose in front of Cinderella's castle where the couple and then her children and one of their friends had just finished watching the nightly Magic Kingdom parade. Oh, okay. So it was him and his girlfriend well, okay well now you put it that way there's like fireworks going on like that. that's cool that's okay cool. So good like idea that. all right instead reuben ended up in jail no <laughs> i mean it's so romantic Dude, in jail. now he's suing the park for false imprisonment and accused disney of ruining his special day so uh, let's see what what exactly happened here okay Here's how the 57-year-old said the night unfolded in court records. First Wait, recorded, he's 57? Yeah, he's 57. Oh, okay. Does that change a little bit? No. Okay. I'm so cool with it so far. <laughs> Reuben of Suffolk County, New York, found the perfect spot to propose. But then a Disney employee, I guess they don't say cast member on this article, 
<laughs> came up and asked him to move. He said that he asked if he could wait until his girlfriend's daughter and her friend came back from the concession stand because he was worried he would lose sight of the 16-year-olds. Okay, so, I mean, mm. fair enough. The employee insisted he leave immediately. According to an incident report from the Orange, uh, from the Orange County Sheriff's Office, the 24-year-old Disney employee said Reuben got so angry when she asked him to move three feet back from the parade route. So that's that's yeah. where that's where it comes in. That's why she's asking him to move. That he grabbed her by the back of her shirt and front of her collar and screamed in her face. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's not looking good for him so not far. Not looking good, no. Like, like I see the pendulum going one way, and all of a sudden it's just... That, that woman is probably like, hey, I just don't want you to get fucking run over. <laughs> yeah. And ruin the whole parade for everyone. The report said he threatened to punch her in the face. Hmm. Classic. Yeah. She's like half his age. And a woman. <laughs> and an employee that he doesn't know. So, all three, not good. She called her manager over, who said he didn't see Reuben grab the employee, but that he saw him swearing, which is already pretty bad. Um, he was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct, the Sentinel reported, to which he pleaded no contest. So he was... I wonder if... Wait, does Disneyland have a judge? Oh, this is Disney World, but yeah. Disney World, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like or, or like a court? That'd be interesting. I mean, because oh. doesn't the uh, the Eagles? Yeah, we yeah we have a jail and a court. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if Disneyland has it. I mean, they're way bigger. Yeah, that's true. Let me let me look it up real quick. Okay, so what I've um, found about I, I I can't see anything really about Disney World, but Disneyland might have something like that. <laughs> There's an article on it's cheatsheet.com and it's saying that you know there's undercover cops and security guards roaming the park reprimanding uncooperative guests. It says, up ahead, we uncover what it's really like inside Disneyland jail and what people have done to land themselves in Mickey's slammer, including actress Blake Lively. <laughs> what the hell did she do? I don't know. I kind of want to see what... Maybe that should be in my bucket list, to get arrested at Disneyland. Yeah. Okay, so there have been, you know, there's offenses like inappropriate behavior, shoplifting, sneaking in, too much to drink. Um, I don't need that one. <laughs> oh, I ever said for that last one. For too much to drink. Yeah, just go to Ed Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> While Disney keeps its so-called jail under wraps, most have described the jail to look more like a security officer holding area. Depending on the incident, Disney security will hold perpetrators in the office until they figure out whether or not a more serious action needs to be taken. And it can result in serious jail time if it's serious enough. So, yeah, they can take away your passes, obviously, or ban you... For life, so you would not want that, obviously. Um, so yeah, there's there's that answer. But yeah, anyways, okay. So where was I? Okay, so he threatened to punch her in the face. Okay. She called her manager over. He said that he heard him cur uh, cursing, but didn't see any th uh, punches thrown. Ruben admits that he was arguing with the employee, but he maintains that he all he did was yell. In the lawsuit, uh, he insisted he did not touch the employee and accused Disney of falsely reporting a criminal act. He said the park never provided video of the incident or interviewed his family members. A Disney spokeswoman said, The safety of the people who work in and visit our parks is very important to us. We will respond to the allegations as appropriate in court. So I tried to look for updates on this because it happened, you know, about a year ago. The last thing was it's still, like, pending, I guess. And he did end up marrying his girlfriend because in the suit she was referred to as his wife. So oh, okay. good for him, I guess. <laughs> You got the girl still, even though he got arrested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sometimes it pays off. 
I guess. Um, well, I have a question for you, speaking of Disneyland. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Disney weddings? Because I, I forget who I heard this from, but, like, I heard a conversation about, like, people, like, disagreeing about, like, having weddings at Disneyland. Well, I mean, I feel like the thing is if both in the couple are, like, crazy about Disney or anything for that matter, if they want to have a theme wedding, then sure, why not? If one of them is, like, kind of like, okay, I'll just watch these because you watch them and they're not really that into it, then obviously that's probably not going to go that well (laughs) for one of them. But, yeah, I feel like that for most theme stuff, like, do your thing if you're both into it, but... You have to both equally, like, You want a camo wedding? A camel wedding? Camo. Oh, camo. Yeah. What the hell is that one? Like camouflage? Like... Yeah, but why, what are you a fan of? The army? Cam- no, hunting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I've seen pictures. So there's been, like, hunting thing. Well, I, I'm sure, like, Yeah, Alabama. like, the, like the bride is dressed is, like, it was white, but then the guy's wearing, like, a camo suit. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, holding guns and shit. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> um, not so much into that one, but if they're both into hunting, hey, why not? I don't know if I'd be part of the, uh, like, like the best man party or anything. If it requires me to, like, shoot off a gun <laughs> into the sky. Um, but that's a whole different thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, do your thing as long as it doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. That's my main, like, uh, that's my main message in to the life. world. Yes. <laughs> and also don't like uh, also don't rough up Disney employees <laughs> like this guy. No, yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> All right, so Good this girl. I know, right? Yeah. 24-year-old girl just gets grabbed by the collar, which I mean, I don't know. I kind of believe her side. Why would she make that up? Mm-hmm. But you never know. I don't know. We'll see maybe whenever it ever comes <laughs> if it ever is settled. Keep listening. Yeah. For an update at some point. Yeah. We'll have an updates episode where we just do a lot of research. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, all right. So this segment, I'm pretty sure you're going to enjoy. And um, we're going to do a little bit of Quiz Corner. All right. So Mindy's getting her headphones on for this one because what I'm going to be doing is it's going to be some very short clips of classic Disney songs. Okay. And I, th- I believe I have about nine or something like that on here. So if you get the majority of them, you'll win. I feel like you probably will because earlier I was playing Disney music while we were cooking and you were just like knew every song right away. <laughs> so it was kind of like helping you out a little bit, but I don't even think you need the help. It's going to be... Yeah, I got this. There's some here that, that you might have some... You need to hear a, a couple times, but I feel like pretty confident that you might probably get most of these, but we'll see how it goes. Okay. So, all right. Here is your first clip. Princess. Oh, is this is uh, Aladdin? That is Aladdin, yes. Um, I don't have, the, you don't have to name the titles, oh, okay. but um, yeah, that one's right. So that's, let me, let me mark down one correct. Do I get extra if I can name the song? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't have them. I don't have it at my disposal, so I'm going to have to look it up. (laughs) It's a whole new world. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Let's move on to the next one. Ready? Almost kind. Uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) What's the song title? Uh, Way Before. (laughs) I feel like there's going to be a lot of editing in these these parts where you have to remember the song title. 
as you sing the whole thing. All right, it's okay. You got it right. No, it's got to bother me. (laughs) Something that wasn't there before or something like that? Sure. Okay. Let's go with that. Let me look it up, actually. It is called Something There. Nice. So I was close. Yeah, you, you pretty much had it. All right. So two for two so far, which I assumed. Here is clip number three. You tell me almost uh, Oh, wait, it played both of them. <laughs> Why did it yeah, play both? Yeah, uh, that's Coco, but... That was a, that was a mashup. <laughs> that was Coco featuring Belle <laughs> and DJ Khaled. Okay. Yes, that was... Wait, did it record like that? Maybe I fucked up here. You tell me... No, I think I just played them both. <laughs> All right. Do you know what that one is called? I'll just take your word for it. <laughs> Wait, let's see. Is that the one where he goes, mi amor, mi amor? Mm-hmm. Okay, then that's correct. All right, so you have three correct, two bonus points, so you're just you're just going to nail all these, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. All right, here we go. Maybe this is a little tougher, hopefully. Hmm. One's a little bit tougher, right? Yeah. Can't even tell what she's saying. No, I have no idea what she's saying. Yeah, I had to make one that was that would throw you off a little bit. Because this is not even like it sounds like a black woman, so, okay. <laughs> and it's Hercules, but it doesn't sound like Hercules though. But I'm gonna guess Hercules because Hercules is correct. Oh, is it sweet? Do you know the song title? No. Okay, that's. I mean, it's impressive enough that you got that just from. Honcho. <laughs> She's saying honcho. I don't know. This one is. I feel like you should get this one. I mean, uh... oh, bare necessities, jungle book. <laughs> yeah. See, originally I was trying to design this so where it would be like another buzz in and get this song, oh, okay. which would be fun. We can do it in a future episode. But this, it's also good to see how uh, knowledgeable you are. All right, here you go. Next one. Um, yeah, uh, Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the name of the song, though. Um, something Amore or something like that? I don't Probably. know. Or maybe it's called Spaghetti Dinner Scene. <laughs> I don't know. It's called Spaghetti Dinner Scene? Oh. Um, let's see. Oh, it's called Bella Notte. I guess it's like an Italian. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. All right, so far I have not stumped you at all. This is like six in a row. <laughs> I have a few more here. Oh, Lion King. <laughs> you know exactly the part? Uh, yeah, it's when uh, Zasu picks out his hair. Um, can't wait to be king. Oh, so little hair. <laughs> yep, so that was called... You said it, right? Yeah, can't wait to be king. Just can't wait to be king. All right, next one. You're on fire. I've mended all my ways. Ooh, this one I don't know. I've mended all my ways. I might get you on this one. Is it Mary Poppins? I've mended all my ways. Mary Poppins? Yeah, I don't know what this could be. It's actually Ursula. Oh, from... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Little Mermaid. Doesn't... I thought it was a man. I've mended all my ways. I don't remember even liking the, uh, Little Mermaid that much. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. This wasn't for me. This wasn't for you? Yeah. Kind of just fucked up that... In order to get a man, she had to lose her voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess that's... It's like the... Uh, it's just like silencing the woman will get you good things. Yeah. And also, like, on the whole, like, kiss the girl scene, mm-hmm. like, he's supposed to fall in love with her without her talking. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, well, didn't he say doesn't he have a line there where he's like but you're beautiful or some shit like that's all that matters no, that's another movie oh what is that one that's Swan Princess <laughs> okay never that's mind that's like a Disney okay. rip off okay yeah. sorry I feel like he would have done he probably would have said something like that too yeah but it's Disney so they, they're gonna do it inadvertently yeah inadvertently yeah alright so right now you are seven of eight let's see if you can go eight for nine on this one this is the last one or actually no there's two more sorry <laughs> God, it's Mulan. <laughs> what is he saying there? Uh, to defeat yeah. the Huns. The Huns? Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you know that song, Tayo? Uh, I'll Make a Man Out of You. Oh, that's probably right. I remember like looking at that. Yep. Let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. <laughs> okay, so that's another bonus. So you got one, two, three, four, five with the name of the song. You got three just... The name of the movie, and you only missed the Ursula song. Mm-hmm. Let's see about this very last one right here. Mm. I'm, guess- I'm gonna guess it's Princess and the Frog. You wanna hear it one more time? Yeah. Is there a song that it sounds like? Mm. I don't know. It's just the voice, I guess. Does it sound like the like a guy in it or a girl or? Well, it's a guy. Oh, okay. There's a guy that sings in that movie. Yeah. All right. Let's let's hear the uh, longer clip of that song. <laughs> what is it? That is the thong song by Cisco. <laughs> the just, what? The thong song. Oh. <laughs> you got all the Disney ones. Don't worry. Besides that one, I just wanted to see what you would think that is. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard the thongs on before, right? Yeah. <laughs> you still were like confused. I just wanted to throw that in there as a as a funny little thing. It sounds like Princess in the Frog. So what does that say about that? Movie? I like the I know. I like that you had a guess about that one. You're like, it sounds like Cogsworth, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Uh, that's funny. Okay. So, wow, amazing job on that one. Yeah, I know. You pretty much can You were 80, well, let's say you were like 80-something percent, 8 out of 9. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, only is that one. percent hmm? Well, 8 out of 9 is like uh, probably closer to 90%. Nice. Because we're not including the thong song in that one, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which has come up on the podcast before. When? When we were on the music episode, oh, yeah. we were talking about the depth of lyrics, <laughs> <laughs> and me and Candy had the same joke at the same time. Um, yeah, that, that'll probably be a running theme. But yeah, so hope you enjoyed that. You you pretty I mean, much I, did as well as I would expect. Maybe I'll make it harder next time. Yeah, you should. Cause... Or I'll make it harder, or at least I'll have we'll have a guest, and I'll just have like a really short clip, and hopefully I'll be a guest. That's... I'm, I'm gonna be very competitive. Like <laughs> I'm gonna like smack the microphone. Well, we <laughs> we saw how you did against Danielle and the Mario stuff. But so. I'm more confident about my. I know exactly. We'll have to get um, someone else equally as or close to <laughs> your skill level in Disney. Because Danielle probably won't know like the newer Disney. Uh, songs. Yeah, like I felt like Mulan and stuff. Like if we had some, like so a lot of my family hasn't seen it and stuff. So mm-hmm. you have an edge over them. Which is a, sa- a shame because that's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I, I at least I eventually like I eventually ended up watching it. So yeah, because I know what you like. So I was like, yeah, I like Mulan. Yeah. All right. Well, good job. Yay! <laughs> I win. Yes, you did.
All right, so we'll end on this. This is uh, my main topic here, and it is crazy things that people have witnessed at Disney World. Mm. So a lot of these are, most of these are like employees and stuff that see a lot of, a lot of things. Does it involve poop or vomit? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I at first had something that had it was like. It was, like, stuff that's happened at Disney World, like, incidents, but mm. there were a lot of deaths involved, and I'm like, I don't want to bring that into uh, this episode. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. So, instead, it's mostly just funny funny and crazy and weird stuff. This okay. is a BuzzFeed article from 2015. Cool. Okay. All right. First one. Someone had left an abandoned bag at the base of Space Mountain for more than 15 minutes, so we followed the normal security procedures, and they brought a bomb dog out to sniff it. When our dog Pluto came out to check the bag, he Cute. sniffed it. Yeah. By the way. He sniffed it and then sat down, which signals there's something wrong with the bag. So we had to evacuate all of Tomorrowland, literally all of the attractions, stores, restaurants, and all of the cast members were standing at all entrances freaking out because now, of course, we were sure a bomb was about to go off and we would all die. Turned out that the backpack was just forgotten. Full of carne asada burritos. And Pluto sat down because he thought he was getting a treat. <laughs> Wait, where can he get carne asada burritos? I don't know. He just bring them in like some cheap ass Mexican. Yeah. Like the food here is too expensive. We got, we got burritos, it's fine. Yeah, and then how would you forget about it if you brought it in? I don't know. There's <laughs> no... Like, uh, reason why we should try to find logic in this. Because like, there's not... Like, yeah, if you pack a bag full of carne asada burritos, the least you could do is not forget about them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, that was one. Another one. One warm day when I was working at Fantasyland, this dad was appalled at how expensive the little fan slash spray bottle things were. Yeah, everything's a lot more expensive. Yeah, I mean, he, I don't know, probably another cheap guy. He refused to buy one for his kids, claiming he had a better idea. A little later, when I was leaving, I saw him take a big gulp of water and then spray it out onto his little two girls. Mm, onto his two little girls. Gross. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure that's a better idea for yeah. anyone. And Yeah. Poor girls. <laughs> okay, another one. I once saw parents... Uh, this is like... There's a theme of bad parents and these three right here. This is the second one, Okay. Okay. I once saw parents tie their leashed child to a pole so they could ride Splash Mountain. <laughs> I mean, respect. <laughs> respect. <laughs> they were greeted with security when they came back to retrieve the poor kid. I mean. What, you, you uh, side with the parents on this one? <laughs> I don't side with them, but I get it. You get it? <laughs> Depends how old the kid is. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, and the last one, the trifecta of bad parents. This couple was trying to ride Space Mountain and had a black duffel bag. My brother heard something coming from the bag, so he asked them to open it. They refused. Security comes, forces them to open it, and it was their six-month-old baby. Okay, now that's just bad. <laughs> yeah. It's not justifying that. Yeah, no. A lot of bags and kids involved in yeah. all these. Unless it's really comfy inside. No, actually, sorry. There's a four-parter. Another bad parent here. This is the mom. A woman is about to enter the a lot of Space Mountain <laughs> I don't really like scandals space. here. <laughs> a, woman's, a woman was about to enter the Space Mountain ride with her son who wasn't tall enough and didn't want to go on the ride. 
She then took a pair of high heels out of her backpack and forced her son to wear them. <laughs> like, that's going to change anything. <laughs> the ride attendant gave her the sassiest, you're an idiot look and told her to exit the line. I will always feel bad for that boy and what else his mother made him do that day. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, ugh. Yeah. Not a good look on these parents. Just, I don't... I don't get, like, how she thought the high heel things was going to work. Yeah. Like, like, like you get, like, rejected the first time, and then you come back, and it's like, oh, my son grew three inches <laughs> in the 15 minutes we were gone. Ignore the huge high heels underneath his feet. All right. Um, this, man, I might say, yeah, I'm going to save this one for last, because this is the worst. I have a few here, but I'm going to save that one. We were waiting in line to see the butterfly garden, and my niece had to go to the bathroom. The nice Disney workers let us go use the single stall staff restroom behind scenes so we didn't have to go too far, which is cool. The door wasn't locked, but we walked in on Tinkerbell and a friend getting gruesome in the bathroom. Oh. (laughs) My niece... I I was going to say Tinkerbell tinkling in the bathroom. (laughs) That would have been better. My niece still talks about how she saw Tinkerbell, quote, proposing to a male fairy friend at Disney World. Oh, God. <laughs> just, just let her have that memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what she was doing. Don't, don't, yeah, don't taint it. Just yeah. let her have it. It's funny because there were, like, two other, like, BJ-related <laughs> Disney World incidents, like, including doing well, it. at least on lock the, the door. Yeah, Jesus. for real. Like, on the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean rides. So. I was, I, I think that's a thing, though, that people, like, try to have sex at Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. Well, people try it. <laughs> and then they get caught. All right. While riding Everest in Animal Kingdom, I saw an object fly past my head during the drop. When the ride stopped, a man four rows ahead of mine raised his hand and informed the cast member that his prosthetic leg had somehow fallen off during the ride. Oh they God. had to emergency stop the ride and go find it. That's I've lost crazy. a hat on a roller coaster before, but nothing. I mean, that's not your leg, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not nearly as important. Um, my cousin and I had painted some t-shirts with the Colorado flag inside of a Mickey Mouse head shape before we went to Disney. Okay. You know, all those groups that have, like, handcrafted yeah. shirts. While we were uh, while we were there, it started raining, so we bought sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. We took off our wet Colorado t-shirts and then headed to Space Mountain. As we were... <laughs> as we were... <laughs> damn it. As we were... Ra- <laughs> I can't read! As we were waiting in line, there was a man across from us wearing a Colorado t-shirt... And he was with his wife and kids. Sorry. Like, I just know together. I just know how it ends, so it's funny. My cousin then yelled, Hey, we're from Colorado too, and then lifted her sweatshirt to show him our Colorado shirts. But we forgot we had taken them off. Needless to say, we did not ride Space Mountain. I've never <laughs> seen my cousin run that fast. <laughs> so they both flashed like a family. <laughs> It just like I don't know, just picturing that is hilarious because they were just trying to be all innocent and like yeah. Hey, we're from Colorado, we're too. It's just showing their tits. <laughs> it's like, oh, thanks, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Is, is that how you show you're from Colorado? I know we're progressive, but... All right. That's, what, that's what all that pot does to you. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right. We'll end on this one. Maybe I should have saved that other one for last because this one is just fucked up, but it does end well. So here we go. Okay. When I was working the front of a character line, I saw a Make-A-Wish a complaint happen. Uh, already had already not good the guy who was next in line shouted this 
I wish my kid was dying so we could skip lines too. Ah, what an asshole. Right? (laughs) Very disgusting. What ensued, though, was one of the most amazing things I'd ever seen. The entire line of people who had heard it began booing him, shouting at him to get out of the park, and then as a group of about 45 followed him around for an hour, complaining to his face until he couldn't take it anymore and he left the park. No, that's cool. Yeah, so... Give them some, yeah, good job, guys. So afraid of mass people, good job. Good job, um, you know, bonding over one terrible person. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, those are just some of the many incidents. Incidences. I only included one of the sexual ones, but there's a lot of people that get freaky over there. Uh, You know, if your fetish is like small fairies. Yeah. I guess. (laughs) Small fairies. (laughs) Well, think about it as a fairy, right? That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could be it. That's probably his porn search category. <laughs> Props. Mm. Even Tinkerbell probably is one. But anyways, let's get back to the wholesome nature of this podcast that we always have. <laughs> <laughs> and let's end with our top five Disney slash oh, Pixar movies. Oh, yeah. You have it on your laptop. Yeah. So if you have your list, let's go ahead and start with number five. And then I'll let you know if it's on my top five. And we can discuss it if you want. Okay. Number five. Up. 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 Because of the emotion in it. Yeah, I cried two fucking times during that movie. <laughs> yeah. And then Doug is really cute. Mm-hmm. And it's and just it's like, all the elements. Yeah. And their love story is so cute. Like, who the fuck knew in like in ten minutes I could cry? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably the earliest that a movie has made anyone people cry. cry. Anyone yeah. cry. And then those fucking dogs too, like the I remember when uh um the like tough looking dog mm-hmm. he's like all in the shadow and he's like all intimidating, but you when hear him speak he has all this high voice and so that made me laugh so yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, That's actually not on my list. No okay. surprisingly, but my number five is Wreck It Ralph. Oh, okay. Probably not on yours, right? Nah. There's too many classics on there, but I just I really like Vanellope. Yeah, she's a good character. She's a very good character. I like how she's, like, so... She's not like a girl. She just wants to, like... Not like a typical girl. Like trying to, She's trying to, like... Kick, kick, kick ass and... Yeah. Take and, names. Yes. And, uh... I mean, obviously, I like all the video game character elements to it. I remember mm-hmm. being so excited about it when I was, saw the trailer and stuff, so... Mm-hmm. It's a very cool concept, and, yeah, that's my number five. Nice. All right, number four for you. Uh, Aladdin. Aladdin is on my list, yes. And I would say, I mean, it's just a classic, really. The the song's probably one of the best soundtracks yeah. of all the Disney movies. Yeah. Um, the, this guy had the audacity when we were listening to Disney songs downstairs when we were cooking. <laughs> he skipped uh, a whole new world. And I was like, what the fuck is The only that? reason I did that cause it was because we had like three came up in a row so I'm like okay let's go to another we movie never skip that song <laughs> a whole new world sorry I almost broke up with you <laughs> <laughs> right then and there yeah um, but yeah great soundtrack great story great you know animation great characters there's a tiger in there it's, yeah Raja it's a monkey M- missed opportunity with fucking because he has tiger stripes <laughs> yeah we should have named him Raja. we can always rename him later alright I'll go with my number four and that's Coco okay Coco's my number four I mean it's I'm sure it's on your list higher. Yeah, it is. Um, but you know, we've we've kind of talked about it. We've had a debate about all the our, our favorite uh, 
Disney and Pixar movies, and we did a whole video series about it. We did a, we did a poll. I don't know if you saw that. I yeah, you did because we came up with two finalists, and you know, Coco was up there. So I just feel like it was a. Uh, it's just the emotion in it is very like. Um, it's probably one of the top, like in terms of like making you feel something. I know yeah. Pixar does it all the time, but um, Coco is just especially with being Mexican and stuff, it's hard not to identify with some of that stuff. So Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you'll talk about it later. So let's get into your number three though. Uh Lion King. Lion King, yeah. Yeah, your your suit? Um Lion King's actually not in my Oh it's not list. I feel like maybe I forgot it. <laughs> I think you did. I think because uh, we've watched the Lion King, like the live action version. Mm-hmm. And we saw the cartoon before we saw it. Right. And, uh, and Spoiler alert. No, just kidding. It's exactly the same, same. <laughs> but it's in live action form. Yeah. I think the only thing that's di- that's better in the new one is Timon and Pumbaa. Mm-hmm. But that's really it. Like, it's, Yeah. They are very good in the live action. Yeah. Almost worth watching by itself. Like at least a, a download or a rent yeah, for don't, their... Don't go watch it in the theater. It's not really worth it, to be <laughs> honest. It's just, I don't know, like, some scenes were, like, dragged on for too long, and it was like, why do we, why are we watching yeah. this? Like, what this has to do with the plot at all? Honestly, like, I can pull an audible right now and say Lion King over Wreck-It Ralph, now that you mentioned it. Yeah. They're probably five before Coco, um, but Wreck-It Ralph is great, too. Yeah. Uh, my three was Aladdin, so Aladdin. that's my one just a, a spot ahead of yours. Um, your number two. That movie before Christmas. That is also mine. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. So we agree on that one. Um, so song. much to say about this one: the the soundtrack, the the story, the story, like that the just, animation. Yeah, the animation, like the the stark differences between like Halloween Town and Christmas Town. Those mm-hmm. are really cool, and and just like and Dero's cute. Mm-hmm. There's like a dark aspect to it that you don't see a lot in in Disney movies. But also, it has like a charm to it that's not mm. like you know, it's not just not like satanic or anything. It's just <laughs> like, hey, this guy just wants to, you know, like Jack Skellington. He wants to do something different with this. Life. Yeah, he wants to branch out and not just be, you know, the scary, lanky pumpkin king. Pumpkin king. <laughs> but I mean, he fucks it up, but he still tries at least. And and uh, Mr. Boogie's song is one of my favorites, also. Oh yeah. His is, his is very good. And, good. and just that mountain is, like, iconic. Like, who knew, like, a mountain would be, like, such a symbol, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Like, the little, how it curls over that, and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. looking. Yeah. And we're actually drinking out of Nightmare Before Christmas glasses right now as a yeah. tribute. So, that actually is what ended up winning the poll that we did. We ended up with Coco and Nightmare Before Christmas as our final choices. And mm-hmm. Of course, as I would assume, most of my friends said Nightmare, so... Yeah. But, I mean, you can't really go wrong with either of those choices. Mm-hmm. But I do have a different number one. Okay. But I'll share after yours, which I assume is Coco. Yes, it is Coco. Yes, and you can tell me a little bit about why. Um, just Emotional the, attachment. Yeah, the cultural significance. It, it, it was, like, really... How do I say this? I guess it was really fulfilling to see, like, your, your culture represented in, like, a popular movie. Because, mm-hmm. you know, people are always like, oh, you know, we want to add more diversity, have more stories, like, represented and cultures and things like that. And, like, and some people are like, well, we don't need that. Like, who cares? But it's like, you don't get it. Like, 
Mexican culture like is not really re- represented in movies, and when it is, it's like gangsters <laughs> yeah. or drug dealers yeah. or whatever. So to see like a movie like just, Narcos, yeah, just well, I guess it's he's not Mexican, but well, in the second season, it yeah. is. Um, but like just a beautiful movie and a great story, like being represented by like my culture, like that was. I really appreciated that, and like I know the people that made it were also Mexican, and they went to Mexico and tried to learn everything for it to be like culturally appropriate, and it was so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just that kind of aspect, and also like the visuals too. The visuals are like amazing. Mm-hmm. Look at like those scenes of like the Day of the Dead landscape is crazy, and the little doggy. What was his name? Um, oh, um, Dante. Dante. Dante yeah. was really cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I can't really argue with any of that. It would have been higher, but I mean, the ones above it, I just I had more. I think I just had more time with it. Coco is relatively, like, yeah. relatively more recent for me. So I'm sure maybe if I watch it again later or something, and I'm sure it could move up. But um, I don't know if you can guess what my number one is. Your number one? Mm hmm. It's not Nightmare and it's not Coco. Toy Story? It's Toy Story, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which, yeah, I I mean, I feel like maybe I factor a little bit of the whole franchise as, you know, into it, but even just the original one, just the whole concept, it's just so, so creative, you know, as it was the first movie that had, like, CGI graphics and it was just, like... yeah. So new, and then... From just... the first one, some of the CGI doesn't live up still. <laughs> like, have you ever seen... Have you watched the dog? <laughs> like, the, remember that kid that had the dog? The dog looks really awkward. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think I need, I need to go back to it, because I don't remember. Yeah. Like, Sid, his dog? Or... Yeah, Sid, his oh, dog. Okay. Yeah, it looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's probably... No, I mean, it's... it's a... not a huge deal, because it's, no, it's a groundbreaking thing that they did. No, just no, like no. Nightmare Before Christmas did, so... That's why they're my top two. I feel like I just go towards like the most like groundbreaking things. Like, oh, hey, I, I we're using get, this now. Yeah, that doesn't go against it because it was it was the first one. So of course it's not gonna look as good as like movies now for sure. But yeah, but it's just funny just looking back and then you're like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean we didn't differ a whole lot. We both had nightmare. We had. Well, you didn't have Toy Story at all, did you? No, I didn't. I'm surprised. We had we had Coco, we had Aladdin. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's... The good thing is, you know... I mean, right now, Disney seems to be kind of in a funk. They're just remaking a lot of stuff with yeah. live-action stuff. Beauty and the I, Beast, Mulan, they're going to do... I think they're the focusing on Marvel. Yeah, so hopefully, I mean, they, they start coming back with more... I mean, I mean Pixar, because I had, what, three of them more Pixar movies? Mm-hmm. So... Hopefully, they start to branch more back into their original, you know, stories and and writing instead of just rehashing the same old stuff. I'm fine with sequels if it's, like, worth it, if it's Wreck-It Ralph or Toy Story or something. Yeah, I mean, you just named, like, two of the best sequels. The rest of them, I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I didn't say Aladdin. (laughs) Um, The third Aladdin was good. Okay. What is that one called? King of Thieves. King of Thieves. Where like meets his dad and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, see, there's some some sequels that can work, even if you you uh, miss the mark on one. But don't waste your time if you can just put out original content instead. Yeah. Know? Please don't watch Hunchback of Notre Dame too. <laughs> 
don't save yourself the time. Don't watch that movie. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I guess on that note, we can raise our glasses to that with our Nightmare Before Christmas glasses, and uh, and go grab a refill, and we'll listen to this classic Disney song as we go out. Bye, everyone. pack a bag full of carne asada burritos the least you could do is not forget about them you know yeah <laughs>